Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast, the incremental anti-diet solution for effective permanent weight loss. Primal Potential is committed to helping you overcome emotional eating, hormonal imbalances, unhealthy habits, and your dieting mindset through education and inspiration. We don't just talk about what you should eat and what you should avoid. We talk strategy. Primal Potential is bridging the gap between knowing and doing. Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hey there, welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. It's me, Elizabeth Benton, and I'm here to help you reach your fat loss goals and have a healthier, more balanced outlook about food and health and nutrition. And, you know, like I always say, this is not my show, right? This is not Elizabeth Benton's show. This is Primal Potential, and Primal Potential is your show. This is the show that really only works when you reach out to me and tell me what you are struggling with. Like you right now, listening in your car, listening on the treadmill, listening as you walk your dog, listening as you drive to work. I want to know what your challenges are. I want to know where you find that you're getting tripped up or losing your way or whatever. I started Primal Potential because I know how isolating it can be to struggle with your weight or have disordered eating patterns or binge eat, feel like you're missing out on your life or you're hating your body, not enjoying food, and kind of going back and forth between these states of extreme deprivation or total abandon. And it sucks. It totally sucks. It almost took my life. Honest to God. So I want to help you through that. I want to know what's hard for you. I want to know how you want me to use this time on the air to get through to you, to help you. And I want to get real about the topics you're struggling with. I want to bust the myths. I want to give you practical information and help you learn a sustainable way to implement these changes so that they can be a habit and you can reach your goals, right? So the best way to do that is to email me. Go to primalpotential.com, get on the email list. It's right there on the homepage, right? And you have email access to me. I'll share my thoughts and motivation and encouragement and recipes, but really my favorite part is hearing from you guys. So let's dive in. Today is going to be what I'm going to call a micro episode on a topic that is very important to get out there, but may or may not fit into one of our normal sort of show structures. So you guys know I work one-on-one with clients, um, usually for about a year, helping them find their fat loss formula and work through their challenges. And there's a, a group of girls that I've been working with since January, and I recently asked them to please rate our relationship between that individual and myself on a scale of one to 10, right? I wanna know where they stand, how I'm serving them. It's really important to me to always get feedback. And I wanted them to rate it on a scale of one to 10 and then tell me what I could do or change to make it a 10 if it's not a 10 already. And one client who's fantastic and I adore her, um, and she adores me, of course, because, you know, most people do. Um, she responded that she thinks that I shy away from tough love. 
And she feels that sometimes people just need to hear the harsh truth that they're making crappy decisions. Now, before I get into the tough love thing, I think that all feedback is excellent, right? All feedback is good feedback. No feedback is bad feedback, right? Even criticism can be either a learning experience or a way to make you toughen up a little bit. So positive, negative, or in this case, you know, suggestive or constructive, I think it's great. And it will help me work better with this individual and know that sometimes she wants me to be a little bit, a little bit stronger with her. And I'll absolutely do that. But she got me thinking about this concept of tough love and whether or not I feel in my position that it works. And I, I kind of don't think it does. I don't think it does. Now, this is a generalization and I want to explain why. And then I want to talk about where maybe you need to give yourself some tough love. OK, I hear excuses all the time. And just because of the nature of, of what I do and how many people I talk to, I can pretty quickly identify them as excuses. And I can do this in myself too, right? I laugh at myself all the time when I'm like, yeah, so I wanted to do this, but I ended up doing that. And I know I'm totally making an excuse right now. I do that all the time. But what I find with other people, many times when they present the excuse, that is their defense mechanism going up, the way they justify their behavior. And they're not ready to hear that they're making excuses. So I think that tough love does not work for most people. You're either in a place where you're ready to see that your excuses are just excuses and really they have absolutely nothing to do with the decision that you made, or you're in a place where you are going to staunchly defend them as your only choice. You couldn't possibly have made any different situation, right? Because your life is just oh so hard and oh so unique and you want to make a change and you want to see results, but then life happens. So if you're somebody who's maybe an excuse maker, I think that you want to change, but you judge yourself on your intentions and not your actions. So you go around talking about your intentions a whole lot and you don't take a lot of action. You might start the day every day with intentions, 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 but then your action doesn't follow up those intentions, right? That is what excuse making looks like. And I don't think that tough love works for those people. If you are somebody who always talks about what you intended to do, what you intend to set out for, what you intend to accomplish in a day, and your actions aren't lining up with that, tough love isn't going to work with you because you're just not ready, right? You believe that it's your circumstances that are kind of influencing your decisions. If it weren't for your circumstances, you could do all this stuff. Your circumstances are preventing you from creating your life. And, and that's what I see a lot. And you don't want to change in that situation more than you want to stay the same. And you might not see it, and that's totally okay. You'll see it if you're ever ready to see it. But the reality is that people who are doing that, who are justifying their choices with their circumstances, they want to stay in the comfort zone and do what is easy more than they want to step out, do the work, and make a change. Right. That's just that's just the way it is. You want to do the work when it's super convenient, but that's not how you change. Doing the work all the time 
is how you change. And I'm not going to tough love on people like that. I'm just not. I might gently draw their attention to other options and alternatives. But beyond that, I'm going to really quickly realize that they care more about defending their behavior than changing it. I was there. I know what it looks like. And here's, I, I say this because... I probably, for years, spent about three times more energy defending my behavior, defending my choices, than changing it. And if I had spent even half as much time defending so that I could spend twice as much time changing, uh, I'd have found success way, way earlier, okay? So I wanted to go through some examples with you that... I think might help people identify if they're in this place of making excuses or justifying their choices by their circumstances. Because the reality is your circumstances really have nothing to do with your choices. And I've done a whole entire episode on this, but it's worth repeating. Your circumstances are your circumstances. You still have a choice to make. A lot of people will say, work is just really crazy right now. It's really stressful and I didn't have time to get to the grocery store. I didn't have time to do any food prep. So, you know, unfortunately this week it was just work was so crazy. I ended up getting pizza and yeah, you know, I had ice cream one night. See, here's the thing though. And and this isn't tough love. This is just truth. It's It's no harder to make a good choice than it is to choose pizza. There's nothing that has to do with your work stress that equates to eating a pint of ice cream, right? So you could, if you were ready to change and if you were a person who is more committed to action than to intention, then you would say, work is so crazy. But I'll tell you, I stopped at the grocery store on my way to work and I got a protein bar and a bag of carrots and a rotisserie chicken or a can of tuna. It certainly wasn't ideal, wasn't the best food, wasn't what I planned to eat, but you know what? It's my it's my actions that matter, not my intentions. And intending to do well just doesn't cut it. Or you might say, I didn't get to prep my food and I had to eat out, but I made good choices. You know, the kids got burgers and fries, but I got, you know, a steak and some veggies or I got a burger without the bun or I got a salad with some chicken or I got a beautiful piece of fish or there weren't any good choices. So I went to bed hungry. Like just I say this all the time. It's not the end of the world. You're not going to die. When people say, well, there, I, I wanted to make good choices, but there just weren't any to make. But you did make one. You chose to go in there and eat the food that was there and, and you didn't have to. You could have made the choice to be prepared and put a protein bar in your purse or carry a handful of almonds with you or something like that. But even if you hadn't done that, Nobody is forcing food down your throat if you don't want to eat it. And if there aren't good choices, it's okay to not make a choice at all, right? You don't have to. I could walk into a place very hungry and find that all they had was deep fried corn dogs and cake. And I'm not going to be like, well, I'm hungry and this is all they have, so I better eat it. No, I, I, because I value my goals and I value my progress and I don't really care much about my intentions and care about my actions, I'm not going to eat. <laughs> like, and, and here's the best part. Here's the best part. Ready? It's not going to kill me. <laughs> it's not going to kill me. And people will say, yeah, but if I get too hungry, I'm going to go overboard. Well, that's a choice you're going to make then. 
There is no causal relationship that says, if I get to this point of hunger on the Richter scale, I have no control. And like a vortex, this food just starts flying in my mouth and I have no control. Oh my God, I don't know what happened. You know, I mean, that doesn't happen. It's a choice. If you choose when you get hungry to go overboard, that is a choice. But you could just as easily say, I'm starving and I often go overboard in this situation. But you know what? My action matters more than my intention and I'm going to choose not to. Like, that's just the deal. And some people will say, oh, you know, I really want, I plan to do well this weekend. I even prepped all my food, but my kid, they had a birthday party. And, you know, I didn't want to be like the mom that doesn't eat cake. And so, you know, I had some cake and I had some ice cream. And then, you know, later I was like picking at the frosting and whatever. Well, first and foremost... I don't know uh, about you, but I wasn't overweight because I had cake one time at a kid's birthday party, right? So like when people justify like it was a great week and I, but I had this cake, like, ah, you don't gain 20 pounds from cake at kid's party one time, right? So let's get honest about the situation and what really contributes to kind of where you're at right now. But the other thing to consider is you don't have to like participating doesn't mean eating everything, right? You don't have to. I can't tell you how many countless parties I have been to where I didn't drink or I didn't have cake or I didn't. And it was my own party at times. It is a choice, right? It is a choice. And it's not It's not like, oh, poor me. Everybody's having cake and I can't. No, I'm building this really fantastic new body and that's a choice I make that I feel good about like I'm excited about my opportunity to reshape my body now if I want to eat cake it's like hey I went to the party and I had cake but I don't use the party as an excuse to have cake you can go no matter where you are and not act in opposition to your goals right and it's fine if you make any particular choice, but so many people get in the habit of like, I'm going to do good. Today's the day. I'm going to do this. And then the next day it's like sad trombone, wah, wah, like I really wanted to, but then this happened and then this happened and this happened. Okay, that happening, that circumstance, the kids party, the flat tire, the work meeting, the lunch meeting. It has nothing to do with what you choose. It is your circumstance and you can Make a choice or not make a choice. You can make a good choice. You can make a bad choice. Many times I have walked into a restaurant and thought, nope, they don't have anything for me here and left or sat there and ate something out of my purse or got something and ate around it the parts that worked for me and not the others. And I'm not saying you have to do that, right? I'm not saying you have to do that. If you want to be more moderate and whatever, that's that's fine. I also eat ice cream, right? And I also have sweet potato fries sometimes. No big deal. But when it's a constant pattern, week in and week out of, I wanted to do well, but this happened. I wanted to do well, but I was at this function and the only option was mac and cheese and rolls and cookies. And I, you didn't have to eat it. You didn't have to eat it. Oh, well, somebody made it for me and I didn't want to say no. That's a choice. That 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 is a choice. That is an excuse that you are wanting to be more comfortable. And it's okay. There's no judgment. You in that moment wanted to be comfortable more than you wanted to make progress. Right? Well, I got sick. You know, I was doing really well and then I got sick. And, you know, I just made me feel a lot better. My throat was sore. So I ate a bunch of ice cream. Okay. 
Being sick does not require ice cream as the only means for healing. That is a choice, okay? Sick is a circumstance and ice cream is a choice. They are not linked, all right? So I just wanted to take a few minutes today to plant this seed in your head. If for no other reason than to help you begin to become aware of your thought patterns and the way that you justify choices. Because tough love will probably never come from me. Tough love should come from yourself. And I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say, I give myself some tough love. And I need it oftentimes. I give myself some, all right, lazy butt, up, move, stop feeling sorry for yourself, get in the shower, you know, wash your hair, go to the gym, go to the grocery store, stock up the house, like get up, you know, and I'm regularly giving myself tough love. Like it doesn't matter how you didn't sleep well. It doesn't matter that you have a headache. It doesn't matter that you have a million emails to catch up on. It doesn't matter. What matters is you. What matters is your choices and your intentions will never change your body. Your intentions do not count. Your intentions will never make a difference. Your intentions will not make your pants fit. Your intentions will not make you feel good naked. Your intentions will not make you confident. Your actions will, though. And it's understanding the difference between circumstances and choices. We always have a choice. We always have a choice. So I hope that this was helpful to you. Let me know if it was. I want to hear from you. Like I said at the start, this is your show. So it's helpful to me to know what you want to hear. Go over to primalpotential.com. You can check out the show notes while you're there. Get on the email list. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you're struggling with, what you want to hear, and how I can help because that's why I'm here. So until next time, guys, stay healthy. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big